everyone. Welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this special Build-A-Band episode is podcast contributor Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Becky. I feel like I need like a guitar solo like entrance. Or drum solo, like a... Yeah. Um, okay, so this episode has been over a year in the making, and I'm so glad to finally get to do this because... <laughs> I love Rockstar Romance. I do. I have a thing for like the tortured artist. Like, oh, yeah. Read it. Well, and and we'll get into all of that, like why we like Rockstar, because I have I have I have thoughts. So anyway, <laughs> um, as I stated in the intro, Jenny and I are going to build our ultimate book band. Um, I love a Rockstar Romance. I love the angst, the close proximity that comes with them. And I love the added piece of fame that can complicate any relationship. So for this episode, we'll talk about why we like rockstar romances, some of the authors that tend to write rockstar romances, but we do have rules that went into building our all-star ultimate band. And at the end of the episode, we will have given you four full bands. So two bands from me and two bands from Jenny. Um, in the episode, a title can only be used once, and we can only use two members from the same band, and you can only use an author three times. Our bands will be made up of a lead singer, a lead guitarist, a bass player, a drummer. Um, we can have a backup guitar or keyboardist, a manager or someone from the record label, and support staff, photographer, publicist, roadie, driver, bus driver, that kind of thing. Um, so Jenny, let's start first with what do you love about a rock star romance? Uh, like I said, the tortured artist, um, as I was like going through to make my bands, I realized that I really like, um, the ones where like this person's coming from a place of hurt and expressing that and, uh, making a living out of it. Yeah. I also... I like the added complications of fame that come into it. Yeah. And that fame kind of goes with the torture, like, because even though they're famous and they have all these things going for them, they still have like the problems everyone else is facing. Right. And, you know, there's this desire to be the normal person, but they also compete to the fame and what comes with the fame. And I think that it just creates this whole dynamic within those stories that are, um, I don't know, just leads to some really good chemistry, some really good banter. And it, yeah, sometimes it pushes the story more because like being famous, like you don't have the opportunities to create connections the same way. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what do you think works well in a rock star romance? Oh, that's a good question. I I like it when the rock star has a level head about their fame. They're not like egotistical about it. Um Yeah. Um I think that one of the best parts in the rock star romances is the close proximity you know, we're on a tour bus or, you know, 
the rock stars in hiding from, you know, the fans or a problem or a situation that is kind of pushing them, you know, the hero and the heroine or the heroes or the, you know, to be together in the same place and they can't really escape each other. Right. Yeah. You can't just jump off a tour bus in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I get a lot of push and feedback from, from people that is, they don't like rock star romances because they always think that there's somehow cheating and drug use or, and honestly, as I was going through my list, I didn't have any of those issues. I've read ones like that. Right. So have I, um, there's, I mean, you can definitely find those if that's what you're looking for, but, um, some of my like members have past drug use. Same. Um, right. Um, yeah, there's like the groupies, um, like reformed man whore type, um, people too, but, um, most of them are normal people just in an abnormal life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, some of these authors may or may not end up in our, um, book boyfriend list, but I did want to just kind of mention a couple of these authors that tend to write rock star romances. Kristen Callahan, Kylie Scott, Lauren Rowe, Brittany Cherry, Julia Wolf. Those are all known for writing rock star romances. Still on my TBR is Janie Diamond. And then Community Rex were Piper Lawson, Christina Hovland, Julia Capulet, um, and A.K. Evans are some of their, the community members' favorite rock star romances. So let's get to this. Let's, let's build our bands. Hey. Um, I will let you go first with your first lead singer. Okay. Um, my first lead singer is... Um, Mason West, and he is in Rising West, um, the Save Me series, book one by Allie Styles. She's like my my favorite rock star author. Um, and this is where I kind of break the rules already, like <laughs> right at the start, because <laughs> um, he becomes part of a band in Liberty Blake and her um, twin brother are like, they form the band, which is Burn Card. And he kind of like breaks her out of her shell. So she sings as well. Um, oh, that's not breaking the rules. Cause I have double ups too. So that's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, and like tropes this falls into, he's a single dad. Um, tragedy has kind of um, put him in a place where he is raising his daughter on his own um and he had to put like music on the back burner for a while so this is his chance um second chance at stardom and um it's a second chance at love for both of them um okay so my first pick is down and dirty by renna morgan um they don't ever mention the name of the band. The lead singer, her name is Elizabeth Hemmings. They call her Lizzie. And her love interest is Alex McKee. And he is the her producer slash manager. Um, this is Close Proximity, Alpha Hero, Possessive Alpha Hero, and very much Found Family. 
um, she is devoted to her band and desperate for this chance for them. And she's willing to do whatever she can to make that happen. And a chance playing at a bar leads to um, Alex hearing her and, you know, chaos ensues. <laughs> right place, right time. Right. Okay. So next up would be a lead guitar player. Okay. Um, my first lead guitar player is Chad Wilcock from Forget the Stars by Kelsey Kingsley. Um, some of the tropes in this is childhood, best friends reconnected, and um, it deals with chronic illness. Chad and Molly were best friends like when they were little, little kids, and then they like grew apart. And he is the lead guitar player for Devin O'Leary, which um, if you read some of other Kelsey Kingsley's books, um, she talks about that band quite a bit. Um, but like they reconnect and she ends up being the opening act for his band. And he is just like off a breakup with his um, previous girlfriend. And he's the one dealing with a chronic illness that's undiagnosed. So you like see him struggling with diagnosis through the tour and she um, supports him in a way he hasn't had before. So they like kind of balance this perfect, like knowing each other as children, but still like accepting and learning about each other as adults. I think that always makes an interesting dynamic, you know, when they know the past, but have to function now in the future. I think it. Yes. Um, okay. So my next lead guitar player uh, is Rockstar by Lauren Rowe. The lead guitar, he's also the lead singer of the band, is Dax Morgan. And uh, the band's name is 22 Goats. And his love interest is Violet Rhodes. And this is a one-night stand instant attraction family series. There's kind of two parts to this book. They're one-night stand, and then he goes on tour, and then he comes back to Los Angeles. And the key piece of this is, is that they meet at his sister's wedding... But her brother owns his record label. And she has been, she's, she has a history. It, it's really, really good. If you've not read Lauren Rowe, Rockstar is amazing. And her books do stand on their own. So you, cause it's like book five in the Morgan family. Um, so that is my lead singer. Okay. Who's your first bass guitar player? My first bass player is Ellen Delacroix. Um, from Dirty Like Seth. This is book three in the Dirty series by Janie Diamond. Um, it's a friends to lovers, redemption, um, recovering addict. Um, Seth is her love interest and he previously play, played with the band Dirty and he's trying to like get back in after recovering from addiction and like temptations that um kind of overtook his life while on the road um and it's it's just an 
great look at like the interpersonal relationships within a band because L is the only one that's willing to like give him a shot. Everyone else is done with him. Um, and they really build their like trust in each other before they go to the physical relationship. Okay, so my bass guitar player, is, the book is Beneath the Stars by A.L. Jackson. The band's name is Carolina George. The hero is Reese Manning. And his heroine's name is Maggie Fitzgerald. And she is the younger sister of his manager. And she signs on to the band to be like the personal assistant. Nanny help because some of the band members have kids. And she kind of has a tortured past. And he is definitely a tortured hero. Um, This is an age gap, close proximity, damaged hero, slow burn. He also has been pining for her. And they're friends to lovers. And he's put her very clearly in the friends to lovers or the friends category. And he doesn't really want to move over. And she pushes him. She pushes for it because she is, you know, interested in him also. And if you've read A.L. Jackson, you know that she's like got to torture the hell out of them. You know, she's been on my TBR forever. All the emotions, all the emotions. Um. Okay, so drum player, because we know you have a thing for the percussion. I do. Like, I feel like the percussion players never get any love, even in real life in the band. Like, they're the ones holding it together. So who's your who's your dream? Who's your book number band number one? Yeah, um, The Life We Wanted by Kelsey Kingsley again. And this will be the same band, Devin O'Leary's band. Sebastian Moore is the drummer he's like our frat boy puppy like filter free player like he he's just having a good time and kind of like coasting through life like he doesn't have a lot of responsibilities he shows up he plays he does what he loves um but tabitha um becomes the guardian of her nephew when her sister dies um and grayson is 15 at the time And she finds some letters, this isn't too spoilery because it's like right in the blurb, I believe. Um, She finds some letters that like kind of reveal who the father is and it's Sebastian. So she like contacts him and they have to learn how to co-parent by he's on the road and he's famous and she's like this uptight real estate agent, likes everything in its box. Interesting. That one sounds good. Um, so my drummer is Love to Tempt You by Jay Salmon. The band is Wild Minds. Keith Dawson is the drummer, and his heroine's name is Mia. Um, they have, this is a meet cute virgin trope, age gap, damaged hero, grumpy sunshine, close proximity, rescue romance, and a slow burn. They legit crash into each other. Like, in a traffic accident crash. (laughs) She breaks her wrist. She's a waitress. She cannot work. And he goes to the hospital with her and then, like, tells her, well, that's okay. You can quit your job. You'll be my PA. And, hey, by the way, move in with me. Oh, okay. Because she had just gotten evicted or, you know, they were upping the rent on her place and she wasn't going to be able to afford it. It's really great. I love that Wild Minds series series. 
um, by Jay Salmon and Keith. He is my favorite hero in that entire band series. Like, I love him the mostest. Anyway, but that whole series is slow burns, like slow burns. Anyway, uh, who is your backup guitar player or keyboardist? I have keys and I only I only have one guy for key. Well, OK, maybe two, but like. I, OK, is- so I cheated on this. They could be the lead guitar player in their band, but I put them in the slot of <laughs> they're, they're playing keys now. <laughs> or their backup guitar. I think I did. Yeah, I did that. Um, so my key player is Casey Barnett from Night Shifts Black. Um, it's book one in the whole Wii series by Allie Styles, which this was her debut book. And it was kind of before she knew the rules of writing romance. So it doesn't quite fit in any like specific trope. Um, it really centers a, like the first half of the book centers around Callie and Luke, who is the lead singer of Night Shifts Black, like their connection um, because Luke is like in a really depressed state and dealing with some really heavy stuff and him and Callie make a connection. But um, Casey's the, like, he's a drummer for Night Shifts Black, but he also mixes and uses the MIDI all the time to make other accompanying music. So like, he can do it all. He's a classically trained musician as well. Um, which if you know Allie, she is a classically trained harpist. So yeah, she's pretty phenomenal. So and she like recorded the song that is uh, mentioned in this book. That's fun. Um, And that's actually one of the reasons I love Lauren Rowe, because she actually records the songs and writes songs that go with her books. And you can download and listen to them right off her website. It's super cool. I love that added That's, piece. Yes, that is amazing. Like it makes it makes the book. Yeah. Um, okay, so my backup guitarist or keyboard player is Adam Wainwright and Adelaide from Faded in Bloom by Julie Julia Wolf. Um, the band's name is the Seasons of Cha- Seasons Change, and um, this is a friends to lovers, neighbors, dirty talker. He has a pierced penis. This is an age gap. Also, the spice in this book, okay, it really is technically a slow burn because it does not pop into like 70%. But there are all these mutual masturbation scenes that are so freaking hot. This is a top book for me in 2022. Like this book is leading my list. Um, anyway, he like he is the guitar player for uh for the seasons change she is the daughter of the owner of the record label and there's some drama <laughs> with her dad and anyway so good so good and so spicy highly recommend okay um who is manager record label or producer for you um my manager is byron langston um, his book is actually Forever With Me by Claudia Bergot, but um, he is like sprinkled throughout all of her books and 
he is the manager of fall from grace and he's the guy that can get anything like when you need hey like i need to get to la like now like he's the guy that makes that happen um and he's also part of the organization which is like this undercover co-op like good samaritan group um and the whole band fall from grace also participates in this activity i guess um and in his book you really see him like he's the one that's saved by his friends and family instead of being the one to like give everything to him um and his book is an opposite attracts he's a demisexual um and it's a male male romance okay um okay so mine is fractured hearts by lm danglish and the band is fractured heart and so this is one of my cheats i guess to break the rules <laughs> so lexi daniels is a photographer that is hired by the record label to take pictures of the bands while they're on tour to go with like a coffee table book they're going to put out in commemoration of their 10 years on tour and her love interest is the lead singer, uh, Connor Byrne. And this was like one of the most untypical rock star romances I've read. Um, it is close proximity, damaged hero, instant attraction. She is a widow. And it is about love after grief and moving forward. And he is just so staunch and so demanding of what he wants. And she just pretty much ignores him and is there to take pictures. And it's really a great story. I stumbled upon this author in this series and I absolutely fell in love with it. And I have another hero that'll be in one of the other books or in one of my other bands. Um, but Fractured Hearts, highly recommend if you haven't read it yet. Okay, do you have a support staff? This could be I, publicist, roadie, manager. I use the bodyguard because I got to like bend the rules a little bit. Um, my bodyguard is Pierce Westbrook. He is the bodyguard for Gem, Gemma Thompson, who is the co-lead singer for August Clover. Um, and these characters go throughout the Love and Ruin series by J.A.O.B. Um his book is Love and Corruption, and it's a second chance, obviously, bodyguard. Um, his book kind of focuses on the second chance with his childhood high school um, sweetheart that um, he didn't, he just kind of left her without answers um, to go do what he needed to do. Um, but the books before, we really get like, an image of the kind of guy he is like he falls for Gemma who is the lead singer but she's in a relationship with Hendrix the other lead singer and he is very like respectful and never crosses the line of um, being too flirtatious or putting himself in a vulnerable position while still doing his job okay I do love a good bodyguard um, so I guess I kind of went out of order with the photographer. So my manager for my first band 
is Tommy Kerrigan. He is from the book After Care by L.B. Dunbar. Um, the band that he manages is named Collision. And this was a vacation fling mature romance. Um, his love interest's name is Edie Williams. And she is a breast cancer survivor. And she is on vacation. And she meets Tommy. And they try to figure out she lives in Chicago. He lives in Los Angeles and how to kind of make time and have, you know, to have this relationship. They spend a lot of time over the phone talking and stuff. And I just really liked it because it was just, it's a different take, you know, mature, right. but he still is kind of the older dying rock star a little bit. He wasn't a <laughs> former band himself. So I don't know. I really liked it. If And if she, She's great at the mature, like, romance. I think all her heroes and heroines are over 40. Yeah, I think I think Or so. 35 or something. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking of, like, at least one where, like, he is over 40. I'm not sure if she is. But, yeah, she does just an amazing job at the mature. She really does. Um, and I really liked that story. There was just, it was really impactful, like, after you've gone through something so dynamic, like breast cancer. Like, you know, it changes yeah how do you you know re-embrace being a woman and moving yourself forward and especially because she's not doesn't have young kids anymore her kids are college and moved out and you know makes for an interesting dynamic okay we are on to band number two so who is the lead singer for your band number two Jake McAllister from Cake by, I am going to so mispronounce her last name. Jay Benningson. Benningson. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> it. Um, okay. I read this book too in searching yeah. for this episode. Right. And it's, it's a beefy book. It's. And then some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's like just shy of 600 pages. Um, it has um it has a great meet cute like it's his stepbrother's wedding and she's a bridesmaid um and everyone kind of like is expecting him to be there and he's super famous and Casey um just kind of like punks him right from the start like she's like I doesn't care that he's famous like I'm gonna do whatever I can to mess with you. Um, it is a slow burn because they're dealing with the like tour, like how to have a relationship um, while he's doing his job. And there is um, past abuse and on his side, he was kidnapped as a child. So um, that is a like, a thread that kind of runs through the whole series, the way the family operates around, because um, it affected everyone in his large family differently. Yeah, that that book, that book. Yeah, it's very good, but she like rips your heart out and likes the trauma. Yes, and she yeah, she is really good at being like, um, well, well, that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're kind of like, oh, oh, okay. Well, moving on from that. <laughs> okay, so my 
ne- my first uh, pick for this next band is Lick, is the book by Kylie Scott. The band's name is Stage Dive, and this is David and Evelyn's story. Uh, he is the lead singer, and this is Wake Up Married in Vegas, Age Gap. Um, Evelyn is super naive and is kind of bogged down in family expectations. And David is the absolute epitome of a rock star with a chip on his shoulder because a past hurts and they have to figure out how to function. And it's just, it's really great. And I know some people struggle because it's just in Evelyn's point of view. Okay. But I love this stage dive series by Kylie Scott if I didn't have another drummer that I love even more, like I would have had un- like, yeah. Right. She was on my list too. Um, I love her books. I love her books anyway. So that's my first lead singer. Who is your lead guitar for the second band? Um, Montgomery Logan. He's in Heartstrings by Melanie Morlin. Um, this is, she does really great at the instant connection, insta love type romance. Um, in this book, um, Charlotte Prescott is his like love interest, and he is playing guitar like in the subway tunnels, like, and she sees him on her daily commute. She's working a job for her dad um, that she hates, and this is like her one solace in the day is his music and how it connects. Um, and then once they get to know each other, they realize they don't like match up in personality wise, but um, the things that really matter, they um, kind of help each other through and find a good place to be. Okay. Melanie Moreland is on my TBR. I really need to get to her stuff. <laughs> she is our November author. So that's like my goal. Um, okay. So Nixon Winters from Muses and Melodies by Rebecca Yaros. His band's name is Hush Note. He is the lead guitar player for the band. Um, his babysitter's name it's babysitter is because she is hired by the record label. She's trying to be a publicist, but she's hired by the record label to basically babysit him because he is coming off of an overdose. And, um, he is, you know, supposed to be writing songs and has 60 days to recover before they want him in studio recording. And so she is his babysitter from the PR firm. And her name is Zoe Shannon. And they go home to her small town in Colorado. So this Hush Note series was written by, um, book one of the series was written by Serena Bowen, then Rebecca Yaros, and Devney Perry. And they each took one member of the three-member band and wrote a book. And um, Muses and Melodies, it actually kind of reignited. I hadn't read a lot of rock star romances. I'd read a bunch previous. And then when I read this book, it kind of reignited and I was like, Ooh, I must find all the rock stars. Right. That's, that's where I was like, after like finding all my band members, I'm like, well, can we just read these? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I did a re-listen to Lick by Kylie Scott. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, but yes, Muses and Melodies by Rebecca Yaros. Highly recommend. Okay. So who is your bass player? My bass player is Austin Daughtery from Bass. Um, Saving Tate. It's book three in the series by Anna Edwards. This is an older book. Um, it's a by awakening and his love interest is Merrick, who is, I believe, the producer of the band. Um, and before Austin had only been with women and Merrick kind of like intrigues a different feeling in him. He hasn't experienced before. And um, Merrick is, he's just came like from a really bad past relationship where he's been like physically abused to the point of hospitalization. Um, but he's still willing and understanding of like Austin's kind of like struggle to have a relationship with a man. And then there's also as usual, like the dynamic of him being a client and how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, my bass player, is Henry, I don't know what, how to say his last name, but it's Promise to Love You by Jay Salmon. He's part of the Wild Minds Band. Um, tropes in this book are age gaps, siblings, best friend, and close proximity. His heroine's name is Eden Dawson, and she is also the record producer for the latest album for the <laughs> Wild Minds. And they... One night, three years previous to this, they had sex at a club. <clears throat> and he did not know it was her. She knew oh. it was him. He did not know it was her. And then fast forward, she is now the producer for the new album. The record labels hired her. And so she's like, I want nothing to do with you. And he is like, wow, I'm super attracted to you. Anyway, <laughs> but he can't cross that line because it's his best friend's right. little sister. It's Keith from oh. the previous book's little sister. So, Oh, and the producer. Wow. And the producer. Yeah. So much drama. <laughs> anyway, uh, who is your, who's your second drummer of the night? Second, yes. Xander Sullivan from Falling North. He, their band is Falling Back North. The book is Falling North. Um, it's book two in the Save Me series by Allie Styles. You may have seen a theme in my uh, selections. No, no, we did not. Is this okay. your third pick from her? It is. That's okay. I have one author that I did three. I did three from. I used, but yeah, love Allie. Um, this book is Comfort Hurt. Um, they're it's really kind of hard again to put like in a trope box but um Xander is like he is self-sacrificing to the point of like he will deny himself the possibility of love with the um heroine of this book Lydia Carmichael she's like a marketing queen that's been tasked to like take their band to the next level kind of like give them that push but Xander's bandmate is also his brother who is also in interested in Lydia 
but she only has eyes for Xander. So Ellie likes the like almost love triangle, love triangle. Yes, vibes, doesn't she? Yes, it's almost, but nope. It only got like the triangle only goes around one way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an equal. It's not an equal triangle. Um, okay, so my drummer is Colin uh, from Swoon by Lauren Rowe. He is the drummer from 22 Goats. And this is a sibling's best friend, wedding, childhood crush, instant connection romance. Um, Colin, and this is also dating coach. So Colin is the good time guy. He has no interest in settling down. He's just loving being a rock star. And Amy, which is his best friend's little sister, Colin actually got her a job at the record label that he, that he, you know, is with. Uh, and she spent time on tour with another band and it's just coming off a tour and getting ready to go back out with another band. She's not sure where the record label is going to send her. And she doesn't have an apartment because she's just coming off tour. So Colin's like, hey, come stay with me. And then when he finds out that she has never had an orgasm that she hasn't given him herself, he convinces her that he can do it. There is piercing in this book. There are toys, sex toys in this book, like. He is the guy that is willing to do whatever he needs for his lady. <laughs> She's learning it all. It is super sexy. It's a great romance. And I'm obsessed with this one. It was a top read for me last year. So very good. Um, okay. So who's your backup guitar player keyboardist? Yeah, I have like two listed. But again, this would like be completely breaking the rules. Like Liberty Blake from my first bands um like the co-lead singer she plays keys or luke craven from night shifts black who is um his his love story is actually in tracing holland which i believe is book two in the hold me series by alex styles um i would make him back up guitar so mine is um, Denver. He's actually kind of a retired rock star. Um, and this is from the book Duet by Julie Chris. This is book one in the Road Kings. So Road Kings are the name of his band. He's the lead singer, guitar player, and keyboardist for his band. But I'm putting him in the um, backup so that I could talk about him. This is a one night stand meet cute. She has no idea who he is. So he's the member of a band that hasn't been on tour for like the last three or seven years. And they were never like a super crazy popular band. They were more known for their touring and their touring antics. And so they never really got radio hits, but they always sold out to crowds. And as these she's and his heroine's name is Callie. She is an old maid, piano teacher, and she has a cat. <laughs> That's pretty much her life. She <laughs> plays in a three-piece jazz band, and um, she was playing at she playing keys at the jazz bar when um, Denver approaches her. And this story takes place 
as he and his band members are being approached to come back together and go back out on a reunion tour. And she's like, I don't want anything to do with the rock star lifestyle. And he's willing (laughs) to say no. But if you have not read Julie, Chris, I highly recommend this book. Book one and two in this series are out. Book three comes out later this year. So, um, but it had all the angst I love. And rock star (laughs) angst. Yeah. Okay. So who is your record label producer manager spot? Um, yeah, I kind of like hold the same, like use this because I wanted to talk about this series. Um, so my label is, um, like the label exec is Lexi Mark. But her, fir- her book is the first book in the Off Track Records book. Um, it's Detour by Casey Shea. Um, she is the, like, forgotten child of a famous rock star. So she wants nothing to do with rock stars. But she's trying to make it the rock star lifestyle herself. Um, she becomes the opening act for Three Ugly Guys, that's the name of the band, um, to soften their image. And then um, Trent is her, well, it's kind of one way for quite a while. He's like all about her. Um, and she's like, she, because of her past isn't going to have it. Um, but um, she soon realizes that like Trent although he like is a big like talker and like plays around a lot um like he's really loyal to the people he loves um and when things blow up um he's really there for her and her and her sister um create a label at the end of book four in this series okay that sounds really good um so my record label is so I picked Reed Rivers, um, and this is actually a trilogy series of books, his love story. Uh, his heroine's name is Georgiana, and it's the Reed Rivers trilogy by Lauren Rowe. He owns River Records, and he owns the whole label. This is an age gap, close proximity, possessive alpha hero. But this is one of those trilogies at the end of book one and at the end of the book two, you're like, oh, Reed. Oh, no, no. What are you doing? Damn it, Reed. <laughs> like, damn it. Um, uh, Georgiana is a journalist intern for like a Rolling Stones type magazine. And she's been put on a tour with one of Reed's bands it's actually two of his bands and she's following along and um he just starts showing up at the different tour stops that he's not supposed to be at convenient there's a really great scene in book one where they're in a dressing room backstage during a concert and things are happening and an intern walks in on them with things happening and that intern is Amy from Swoon. Oh, so, nice. but you don't know that it's Amy from Swoon until you read Swoon. So great. It was just, it was like one of those like little like, oh. The Easter egg, yeah. 
I love that. Anyway, yes. Um, that Reed Rivers trilogy, like it was an emotional roller coaster. I had to wait two weeks between each book because I was reading <laughs> them as arcs as they were coming out. Right. And she ended up moving up her release dates because people were so desperate for the books. <laughs> so it was that good, you guys. So good. Anyway. Okay. Who is your support staff for the final piece in your band? Um, a Tom Madonna's. I totally like butchered that name, but um, he's in Smart Mouth, which is book four in the Work For It series, Educating Romance World, Penny Reed, Book Universe, because you know I had to get it, like at least one Smarty Pants at least book in there so, somewhere. Yep. Um, he was part of a boy band um as a teenager but um he had a lot of panic attacks and he has ADHD and anxiety and he has to learn to cope with that like while being part of a band that's made it really big um and he's he's found that he like works much better behind the scenes and he's a producer um his love interest is Gwendolyn Matthews um she is like getting ready to defend her phd she studies dirt <laughs> like dirt, dirt. like yeah so who's the author of this series of this book uh yes emma lee jane okay i have not um, read her she yes it's, it's yes yeah, she studies dirt which um book two in the work it series you meet her like advisor and his story um but she was best friends with his twin brother as a child oh and she needs saved from a blind date gone bad and can't get hold of said twin so tom comes to rescue her and kind of like reunites his uh childhood crush with her fun okay so my last piece in the band is cassie elliott from fractured kiss by lm danglish uh she is a guitar tech for bassist zach ford so she is responsible for setting up his guitars and tuning them before the show starts and then packing them away and and this is close proximity fake dating slow burn this is absolutely what you want in a rock star romance. They are stuck on a tour bus together. And she was actually the fiance of the opening acts lead singer. And he, she catches him cheating right in the beginning of the book. And then the guys from fractured heart and the photographer, she invites her to stay on their bus for the next stop until they figure out what she's going to do. But Zach is caught hugging her, you know, and kind of protecting her when she was upset. And now all of the paparazzi, which I think is an interesting piece to rock star romances when, you know, paparazzi kind of forces them together. So that is Fractured Kiss by L.M. Danglish. And again, top read 2022. That book came out in April. So very good. Um, anyway, that's what I got. I think I got one more. You got one more. What else you got? Um, a driver. 
because okay. he doesn't have his, he doesn't have his own book but um bob lassen from the cake series oh uh he's like jake's confidant like he's the only one that really knows the details of jake's like trauma and there is a scene in cake the newlyweds like at a chucky oh my gosh it's like at a chucky cheese type place i am not the kind of person that like shows emotion when i am reading i was laughing my ass off that's so funny so in the fractured kiss series the bus driver for the band is a lady and she is kind of like the mama bear that keeps them all on the straight and narrow and it's really great so I get it. The the driver, they don't necessarily get their own book, but they do have a dynamic and a piece in the story that right. they hear it all. That's <laughs> next level. Um okay. Well, thank you, Jenny, for building a band with me. I appreciate it. Yes, this. I had fun. And now you have all the book recs and you'll be able to find them on our on the shelf show notes on our website. Um so it's that time for book of the uh, week. Okay, you know, episode 7022 without <laughs> an echo, but you know, right. we'll keep waiting. Um, Jenny, what was your book of the week? Um, my book of the week was In a Jam by Kate Canterbury. Um, I have like been touting this book all week. So if you've been on Discord, you've seen me like pretty much like read this book. It is a little on the beefier side, like just shy of 400 or 500 pages um but Shay is she needs to get married in order to keep her step-grandmother's tulip farm in a small town um and her high school friend Noah kind of steps up and is like I'll marry you like yeah and um he's kind of like renovated the whole town um and both characters have to deal with like really tough things um and end up coming back to this small town like it was neither one of their plans to be in friendship rhode island um and also he is guardian of his niece Jeannie, and she is she's hilarious she has a potty mouth she's like a very realistic rambunctious six-year-old um all the pieces just fit together really good. Yeah. Um, I've been reading everybody's reviews on this book and it is on my Kindle and I will be reading it. So because the little girl and he is Dan, the jam man. <laughs> Which I'm just like, okay. Um, okay. So my book of the week is I was doing, I'm doing a reread listen for some upcoming episodes of the podcast and so I was rereading, listening to Visions in White by Nora Roberts. And it has renewed my love of her books. Um, we don't talk about her much because, you know, do we need to talk about Nora Roberts for people to read her <laughs> books? But I guess now we do. Um, this Bridal Quartet series is so good. It is four friends who run a wedding venue Visions in White is about Mac, the wedding photographer, and her absent-minded professor, he's really just a high school teacher, Carter. Um, The book was released in 2009, and there's some tech 
mentions that kind of age the book, but overall it is still really a fantastic read. I love the friendship in this book. And I uh, I did do the audiobook. I don't love the narrator. But it shows me how far we have come in audiobooks. Because it is third was- person pass, you know, it's third person storytelling. And it's multiple points of view, but it's all read by the same audio narrator. And it's just okay. Yeah. Just right. okay. So, um, but the story itself is phenomenal. And I highly, if you've not recommended that, if you've not read that series, I highly recommend it. Um, okay. So Patreon update. Welcome to new Patreon member, Sue. We are so happy to have you along. Um, And at the end of October, it will be two years that we started our Patreon campaign in order to keep the podcast going. The following Patreon members are some of our founding members and joined us from the very beginning. And that would be Heather, Mindy, Demi, Carrie, Nikki, and Danica. Thank you for loving and supporting the podcast for the last two years. We could not have done this without your support. Um, we recently did update our Patreon perks. Some of our perks include monthly swag packs, bonus content, like should I read it and buzzing after dark drunk book club, merch discounts, quarterly reading journals, another round episodes and coffee of the month club and our bi monthly author roundtables. in October. We're hosting author roundtable discussion with Jay Salmon. And her roundtable will take place on 1012. Details can be found at patreon.com slash bookcase and coffee. And you came to our last roundtable. I did. And it was, it was very fun. I learned a lot and it was very relaxed. And yeah, yeah it was just really nice to kind of chat. We chatted with Jamie Davenport and it was kind of interesting to see her take on the world. And she writes hockey and sports romance. So it was just, it was a really great conversation and I really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to doing some more of these. Um, okay. So you can join the community while helping to support the podcast by joining us over on Patreon. We'd really like to hit our goal of 40 patrons by the end of the year. And you can find details at patreon.com slash bookcase and coffee. And one of our exclusive perks and events that's part of Patreon is our drunk book club. And in October, we will be featuring author Juliet Cross, and we are reading Wolf Gone Wild, which I think that's our first ever paranormal pick for book club, and I'm kind of excited about it. I'm excited about it. And I also feel like because Leah's not here, I need to mention sex nachos. You do. Everybody, every episode. Every time I mention Juliet Cross, we must talk about the sex nachos from uh, Parks and Provocation which is her book in the Smarty Pants universe. Um, And next time we are back with a trope talk. And this time we are going with location, location, location. It is time we bring you our favorites of small town romances. So buckle up, have a pen and paper ready because boy, do we love small town romance. My list is so long. It is so long and if you had asked me a year ago i'd tell you i don't really read a lot of small town romance <laughs> i don't i really don't but okay I do. becky <laughs> but i really really do 
And I've actually made you stumble down a couple rabbit holes with me recently of small town romances. Yes, you have. Which, by the way, I finished that series today. I saw that. It's so freaking good. So freaking good. Anyway, but you can find upcoming reviews and all those things on our website at bookcaseandcoffee.com or check out our on-the-shelf show notes on our website. Uh, Jenny, thank you so much for rocking out and building a band with me. How many more cringy rock things can I add (laughs) in this sentence? Um, I appreciate it. I had fun. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 